welcome everybody to the TJMWGM. This, of course, we all know what those mean, but I'll say it in full. That's the That Guy's a Maniac weekly general meeting where we plan the content for uh, the That Guy's guys to do on the podcast. This week, we've got a very special guest. Uh, <laughs> because meetings have special guests, we have a really special guest. <laughs> Stakeholder Richie. Hi everyone, I'm a stakeholder Richie. I represent the um, the stakeholders and the other directors on the board for the That Guy's Maniac. We are the people who pay your money, so we have some ideas and we would like for you to act out these ideas and uh, just try and get a little bit more of the momentum flowing from the talent Richie and Farley, as in Puddy Richie and Farley. So... Um. Yes. Office, Office Richie, can I uh, have a quick word over here? Sure. Let me just get into my Office Richie clothes. <laughs> oh god, it's the same Richie. <laughs> yes, Office Farley. What would you like? Uh, what do you think of this uh, this stakeholder Richie dude? Seems like a bit of a dick. I mean, who's he to tell us? I don't know. You know. I, I find him very attractive. Oh really? Yeah. Maybe like, you should um maybe you should maybe you should ask his number. <laughs> I mean I, I don't know if I, I fancy him in that kind of way. I think I fancy yeah. him in a sort of a you know, not like take me out Oh god. <laughs> I, I I can't even make this <clears throat> focus. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know, I think I'm a bit nervous. Could you ask him farly? <laughs> Uh, oh, well. oh, sorry, Office Farley. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Thanks for that, stakeholder Richie. That sounds like a really good idea. Um. Were there any specific previous episodes that did particularly well? You were thinking we should kind of copy, and um, also. Uh, I don't think we have your phone number down here on the switchboard. Could you give me that? You want my phone number? Well, I will give you my phone number in return for some kind of way of contacting or getting more updates from the That Guy's a Maniac team. Well, uh, that sounds like a fair trade. Uh, I mean, obviously, it goes without saying, you can find the blog post and the podcast listed on uh, www.thatguys.co.uk. But if there's more of the, the TJM uh, brand content you're after, you could always check... Uh, that guy's a maniac or one word lowercase on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. Ah, good. Excellent. Right. Let me just write down that phone number. Okay. And, um, you know, uh, Farley, this is uh, my private number if you want. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. Hold on. Richie, I'll just have a word with Office Richie. Oh, Office Richie. Hey, Office Farley. He's... He's just given me your telephone number. <laughs> Shit, man, he's fake numbered you. He's oh, fake numbered us. But it's your number, and he did. You, you had to change clothes. <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to talk about this. <laughs> anyway, that phone number, everybody, is two zero zero two. Oh. <laughs> 2002 2002 okay 
Um, as and stakeholder Richie, <laughs> my my whole point of being here was to sort of say, do yeah. do more of the stuff that was good. Yeah, you kind of lost track of that, didn't you, stakeholder? Yeah, yeah, a little <laughs> bit. I I also didn't get what you were meaning when you mentioned. Yeah, the I tried. I mean, I tried to. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. get it back on track. And it's a good okay. job we don't script this and we just yeah. wing it and. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you know we're we're so in tune that we get these kind of ideas. But yeah, remember that episode we once did, which was about nineteen ninety seven or nineteen ninety six. Yeah, why? Yeah, why don't you guys do one but do it about two thousand and two arbitrarily okay. and for uh, no All right, that's great. Fuck off, stakeholder Richie. <laughs> Fucking that. off! Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we actually doing? In case it wasn't abundantly clear from that incredibly succinct and concise intro. So we are what, looking at. We are looking at. We are we are making you listen to, not looking at. Well, we're looking at. Well, we're looking they're at listening so, yeah. to us looking at. Listen uh, to us looking at. Listen to looking, our eyeballs squelch. L- looking at the year 2002 in video games. Why 2002? Because it was 20 years ago. Because it only has twos and zeros like this year does. I don't know. Yeah, all of the above. Yeah. Uh, and more which we will come to during the course of this episode. Um, just at the scene, Richie, what was happening in 2002? What were we doing? Uh, right, so in 2002, there was a lot of shit going on. Um, we personally were, a, were in our last year of university. Mm-hmm. Um, I was failing and you were, you were <laughs> passing... <laughs> Uh, doing our thing um, we were playing about on a few little consoles um, so it was uh, the GameCube the PS2 the Xbox and the GBA they were they were at their height at this point um, but on TV we were watching things like Big Brother Season, season 3 which was very famous for having uh, Jade Goody on it. Uh. And the winner, Kate Lawler. I, did I tell you that I met Kate Lawler once? No, I can't believe you kept that amazing story to you. <laughs> no, it, it, it was good. She was, uh, it was uh, um, a food festival and uh, I got a question right, so I was um, invited up onto the stage to make a burger. I'm is not it, bullshitting you. <laughs> is, that, is that reward? It sounds like a punishment. Well, it... Oh, you got a question right. Do some work. Well, I mean, it was good. It, like, the guy was a Turkish cook, and so he was sort of saying, what was the old name for Istanbul? And yeah. I'd had quite a few free glasses of champagne, so I basically, at the, the top of my voice, shouted, Constantinople! Like, proper broad Glaswegian, because that's how people in Constantinople speak. Yeah. Um... I think that's where the Scottish accent comes from, right? A lot yeah, of yeah. Turkish immigration <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, that's how I met Kate Lawler. Anyway, Kate Lawler, she won. Uh, hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where was Kate Lawler? And this is you, this Turkish chef, you're at a food festival. Uh, she was presenting. Um, okay. So there was a chef and she was up on stage. And, uh, it was weird because it was only when I was up on stage, I was like, I know you. Hang on, you're, uh, you're her. You didn't. Uh, oh, okay, you didn't. I didn't say. hug her. Where do I know you? <laughs> I know. No, no, no. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's either I went to school with her (laughs) or I knew her from TV. Um, But I mean, yeah, it's not that big a claim to flee. Anyway, 
we've got to set the mood for 2002, not five years ago when I once yeah. went to a food festival. Right. One, so, one 2002, one we yeah. were watching Big Brother, Jade Goody. You know, that was on TV. Um, yeah. We also had the final season of I'm Alan Partridge, you know, the one where he's living in the hotel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's on there. Friends season 8 slash season 9 was kicking off. Not the final season, but it was it was getting there. Uh, Buffy's final season started in 2002. So that's how far back we're going. We're talking Buffy the Vampire Slayer time. Um, 24 had started. Big shows at the time were also Sopranos, The Wire, um, Stargate. With the final season of Farscape as well. Um, so that sort of TV we were watching. Uh, you were right into The Wire as well, weren't you? No. I'm not sure. Really? You've really thrown me with The Wire. Like, Sopranos, I would have agreed, but I didn't know The Wire was that old. Yeah? I was watching it, yeah. Okay, yeah, maybe I was late to it. Or... I think everybody was late to it. I think it was once it got a couple of seasons behind it, everybody owned the DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we watched. Because when I watched it, there was a lot of it to watch. So yeah, must have missed those earlier the season. Well, I just remember watching one season with you, in in, in Camden, and I was just like, I, I don't understand any of this. Everybody was yeah. speaking too quietly or fast, or both. Um, other stuff that was going on uh, was uh, the euro was introduced with the eurozone as a currency. Oh, ah, okay. All previous currency. The Queen had a golden jubilee. She's now on uh, platinum one. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, Lisa left Eye Lopez and the Queen Mother died in an unrelated instance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the DC sniper, do you remember that in Washington? Hiding in the back of a car and shooting people with a sniper rifle. No, but I'm glad you picked up on the cheerier um, news. No, just, you know, well, you, you know, all I did was look at Wikipedia, page. <laughs> and it's kind of interesting what makes a world event, because a lot of it is like oil spill, oil spill, plane crash, plane crash, plane crash, oil spill, yeah. uh, some prelude to war, some prelude to war, civil war. And other people died. <laughs> and then Lisa, yeah, well, and then there's like an obituaries bit, but Lisa left High Lopez was like up in the, you know, here are major events. Yeah. Uh, whereas, you know, other people were in there. And then um, bring it right around to 2022. So when the SARS epidemic kicked off in China. 2022. 2002. 2002, the SARS epidemic. Yeah. Yep. Ah, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm now on uh, the... <laughs> Much like some of the video games we're going to talk about, we're now on the sequel. <laughs> the sequel, yes. We will be talking about many sequels uh, in this um, in this uh, episode. But also, um, not just on TV, there was movies and music, because I, I did my homework here fairly. Yeah. Uh, one of the big ones is actually uh, quite related. We've got 8 Mile, and of course, the music that was playing was Lose Yourself. I can't mm-hmm. believe that that is a 20-year-old film. I know. Yeah. Uh, I still reference it as if it's a contemporary reference. <laughs> no wonder nobody gets... Because I say, I say mum's spaghetti all the time. Everybody so anything, says mum's spaghetti, yeah. But anything that comes up the rhymes with it. And then I said it the other day, it was like, what? 
you know, mum's spaghetti. I didn't know, but it's because they probably weren't born in 2002. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. God. Um, so, yeah, other films that were out at that time. Minority Report. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Equilibrium. Weird. You remember the, 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 what's his face, Batman, before he was Batman? Yeah, it seems weird that that's the same time as Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Well, speaking of Buffy, you also had the Scooby-Doo movie as well. Ugh. <laughs> um, we also had some cheery films. We had um, Bowling for Columbine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had Attack of the Clones. Yeah, we did. Which I'll <laughs> probably mention later. <laughs> okay. Uh, we also had the Resident Evil movie, the Mila Jokovic one. The first one? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, and some other stuff uh, like um, Men in Black 2 as well. Lots of lots of sequels in general in the movies. Um, but what were we listening to? Of course, we had Lose Yourself. We also had um, a lot of Sugar Babes. So we had Freak Like Me and Round Round. Um, Is that the original lineup, Sugar Babe? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't even. I didn't even pay attention. They've got the name Sugar Babes. Uh, because they they change their lineup so much, you can actually use them to reliably date the cultural period right. on their composition. <laughs> much like <laughs> which strata they're left in. Yeah, um, much like Ammonites <laughs> in the fossil record. <laughs> um. But yeah, we also had like yeah, girls allowed doing their thing. You had sound of the yeah. underground. Oh yeah. Uh, you had uh, speaking of very very changeable. Do you remember the Blazing Squad? Oh god, I do. Yeah, that was Crossroads. That was... Yeah. Yeah, that, that concept was like oh, yeah. you know what? Bands in Japan which have fifty plus members work really well. How about we round up? 27 scrotes from the street. <laughs> yeah. 27 blatantly stoners because they're called Blazing Squad. <laughs> Blazing Squad. With their baggy jeans and get them to kind of sing a poor man's choir version. Yeah. 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 Um, you got pink, just like a pill as well. Yeah. So there nice. was some good stuff. Yeah. Um, there was a oh god there was remember that song lazy everybody was singing no I'm lazy in the morning lazy in the afternoon lazy in the something I'm lazy no, no. not no. ringing any bells okay uh, good well I'm glad I've sang that it was awful awful rendition of that song but Don't yeah worry, it was, we won't get copyright struck for that it was everywhere <laughs> as well was it yeah was it? I mean it like I, I'm sure if I played the actual version of it, it would fucking trigger you. Um, we yeah, also we... had Brittany, who was not a girl, not yet a woman. Not yet a woman. Yeah. She was a teen. Um, I, I, I don't know. I guess she's legal, but hasn't he done it? Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, the Budweiser WhatsApp commercial was still showing. I mean, yes, and again, people reference that. 
and that that um, I do. Yeah, like that. That is something that should have left the cultural mind. But yeah, that still sticks about. But they brought it back. Did you see? Did they? This is so annoying. Let's not talk about that. Yeah, well, fuck it. Let's not give it any more time. Um, yeah. And yeah, there was other music. Blue apparently did something with Elton John. Oh yeah. Yeah. That must have been latter day blue. I have no idea. Like, I was like, this is a number one or something like that. Mm. Like, clearly, I'd stopped paying attention to the charts at that point. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And also, you've got Enrico Iglesias Hero. Oh, okay. What so a weird, what that's a weird a good mix one to end on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're going to stop talking about music. Now let's talk about games, Farley. So video games, so looking back, I was pleasantly surprised, although I have a sneaking suspicion this will be the case probably every year in gaming. Um, and that was surprised. A lot of good stuff came out in gaming. Yeah. As you mentioned, we were in a weird place because it was GameCube kind of mm, not really hanging in there. It's kind of new. Um, PlayStation, the original PlayStation was kind of hanging in there. GBA and then Hade, kind of Hado, PlayStation 2 and Xbox. Yeah. Um, so the PS2 and Xbox, they came out very, very closely together. Yeah. They were. But this wasn't, um, this wasn't launch time. So they'd kind of had a bit to work out what was going on. Yeah. And so but they hadn't, this. like, developed who they were yet. Um, and like all, all I remember was the big jokes about the Xbox and how huge it was and all that sort of stuff. The big oh. jokes, yeah. Big jokes, yeah. Um, and this is the beginning, I think, looking down the big list of what came out of uh, having three different versions of every game. Yeah, but there were also version exclusives as well. That started happening. It's true. Yeah. And I think, in retrospect, or, or certainly the things that made my list, the GameCube kind of comes out as having the best exclusives, particularly for 2002. Oh, 100%. I mean, that, that was Nintendo being Nintendo. You know, it's like, we are only bringing out our games for our machine. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, but they're yeah. All, yeah. all, well, all the games on my list are solid fucking games in 2002. Yeah. Anyway. What do you want to kick us off with? Um, I want to just get it out of the way. Um, and just very quickly, let's just do it. Vice City came out in 2002. Oh, okay. Right, I didn't cool. realise that, that was... I <laughs> thought you were getting out of the way was going to be Pokemon Ruby, Pokemon Sapphire? Uh, no, 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 no. Just, like, Vice City was, like, the biggest game of 2002. Easily, hands down, biggest selling, all that sort of stuff. Um, so I just wanted to... I don't really want to talk about Vice City. I've already said more than I want to. Do you uh, want to say course, anything about Vice City? Well, GTA 3 also came out that year. Yeah, but that was like... Or PC, I think. Yeah. Is that the last platform to get it? Probably. Uh, I oh, know. Oh yeah, Microsoft Windows. 2003 on the Xbox. Christ. <laughs> wow, okay. I know. 
Imagine that. Imagine you've been playing Vice City for a year and then you get GTA 3. Uh, yeah. A year later. Um, yeah, I don't really... Of the three of that trilogy, that have just been re-released uh, to mixed reception, it, I have no real feelings about Vice City, really. No real feelings about it, as in... Mm, I have stronger feelings about GTA 3, because, you know, that was kind of mind-blowing when that came out. Uh, and then San Andreas, obviously. But Vice City kind of gets lost, apart from the loud shirts and the, the great soundtrack. See, GTA 3 never made its impact on me. I, I, I missed the the boat on it. I played it for a little bit, I thought, this is a great game. And I would do things like people would, like, uh, we would just be sitting playing, uh, getting chased, uh, chased by the police. Yeah. Um, and, and I never actually played any of the main plot of it. It's actually a, it would be a brand new game for me to go back and play. <laughs> but it was Vice City that I played in its entirety. And, like, it's also one that I devoured by, like, doing, what was it, that there was something you could do, I think it was 100 taxi missions in a row. And you oh, yeah. got the special taxi, or the the taxi that could jump. So you could press <laughs> R3 and the taxi would just jump so that you could do these crazy flips. And yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I think that is, that is the strongest memory I have of uh, Vice City, is doing the thing to get the taxis so that I could do crazy jumps. The zebra. Uh, yeah. The zebra cab. Zebra cab, okay, yeah. It was black and white, uh, yellow and black stripe. Yeah. Wow, hundred tax missions. Uh, must have had strong constitution to sit there and just. I do taxi was working at the time, and I one had after to work, another. Yeah, I was working on a Saturday, and it was dead. So I literally just grabbed one of the playstations and sat and played it for I think four <laughs> hours straight, uh, whilst getting paid for it as well. Nice. <laughs> uh but yeah it was um it was a thing to do and uh yeah um yeah i don't think i'd ever go back i, I think that the storyline is probably super non-woke i mean i suppose the gta series is not supposed to be but yeah i don't imagine it stood the test of time no i don't know because they they're very knowing about it right so they kind of pushed through and actually Particularly by City, you know, made a lot of commentary on uh, the excesses of the 80, 80s. So actually, probably holds up quite well. Yeah. I mean, you know, you'd still get ridiculous loading screens, um, but uh, it was more knowing rather than, you know, is someone in a bikini for no reason, other good reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I've, I've definitely spoken more about Vice City than I wanted to. I wanted to get it out of the way and done. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was a game that came out in 2002. We've talked about it before. Um, undoubtedly, we'll talk about it again. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, over to you. What do you have on your list? We got the double whammy of Resident Evil Remake and Resident Evil Zero. Zero, yeah, yeah. Two 
uh, uh, I bought them both again on the PlayStation 4. Um, but they make me, when I'm playing them, they make me uh, remember the GameCube. Uh, yeah. Those little discs, the nice controller. Um, and they were version exclusives at the time as well. Yeah, at the time, yeah. I mean, obviously both aren't anymore. Um, both great additions, additions to the series, actually. I have a lot of time for Zero, um, despite the complaints about the gimmick they introduced. You have two characters, and you can swap between them. Um, so that opened up potential puzzles. There's lots of like, oh no, one of my characters is trapped. Yeah, trapped in a trap room, or or blah blah blah, and you have to play as the other one, um, which I guess a lot of flack for. But is yeah, very playable. Um, and remake until I think Resident Evil Two and Three came out. Probably one of my uh, the remakes. <laughs> Remakes, remakes, remakes. <laughs> it was probably uh, one of my favourite Resident Evils, yeah. Really, really good game. Um, I was only too scared to play it, and like, I, as I told you, walk in, there was a door right in the middle of the staircase, and just, there's not a door there. Why is there a door there? What the fuck yeah. is this? And so then, I guess, I mean, yeah. go on. No, I just remember somebody telling me, oh yeah, you can't kill the zombies, but if you do kill them, you then have to kill them again. Yes, it was a. It was a. I mean, you wouldn't call it a remake these days. I don't think. Would you call it a remake? Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Words and stuff. Millions of things. Meaning. It wasn't just a faithful retelling. It was a remake, and it introduced some really, really good things. And not only did it change the layout of the mansion, um, there's this whole thing about the Trevor's family, who are the people who built the yeah, mansion, yeah. You, including you've got the the girl that's a hunchback. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Lisa Travers, who's a great addition to the series, is this indestructible, uh, basically the daughter of the architect. Who, of course, when they you know finished building <clears throat> this mansion, not the mansion, or maybe the mansion, um, experimented on them because that's what they do with everybody. And somehow she didn't die, so she kind of became this invincible um, thing. She's great. And then they introduced the Crimson Heads, so um, zombies that if you don't blow their heads off or set the corpses on fire there was a whole mechanic with lighting corpses on fire when you come back but into you the mansion can, you, like, you don't have enough to actually kill all of them so you have to, it's like the whole uh, Silent Hill 4 of the room you have to choose which um, zombies you kill don't you uh, yeah yeah well, you, I mean a bit of it's down to random chance of the shotgun and also you had uh, assist items one of which would um, destroy their heads but yeah if you're particularly unlucky and you're trying to conserve it you're not really trying to put all the corpses on fire you don't want to set fire to all the corpses as you come across them and yeah you have these fixed canisters around the building um, so depending on your luck and how familiar you were with the game you couldn't necessarily set them off and crimson heads would make you shit yourself <laughs> shit yourself yeah because they're essentially fast and hard zombies um, uh, so yeah it, it was cool to introduce a new a new uh, uh, creature type and so then interestingly the GameCube became the Resident Evil machine yeah because they re-released 3 and 2 and then and 4 so you, was on the horizon as well yeah and so you, you know I could just oh yeah. in fact I'm looking at them right now those nice 5 discs in a row of, of Resident Evil and uh, it became the Resident Evil machine for a short period of time yeah Um, over to you uh, I'm going to 
choose something away from the uh, GameCube because a lot of my list is GameCube or Nintendo. But yeah, did you know Warcraft 3 came out in 2002? Yeah, that surprised me. That He's... really surprised me. I thought it was a, a much older game than that. I, s- I saw it on the list and it had a s- <clears throat> subtitle and I couldn't work out if that was an expansion or if, that was the, if that's the full title of Warcraft 3. What was the subtitle? Um... Uh, Warcraft 3, a realm report. No, that's... The uh, Reign of Chaos or something like that? Reef, not Reef Four, Rain of Chaos, no. So Warcraft Three: The Frozen Throne was the expansion, mm-hmm. um, and I can't remember what Warcraft Three was called. Rain of Chaos. Rain, oh, yeah, it was Rain, Rain of Chaos. Of Chaos. Uh, let me just check. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So yeah, Warcraft Three. That's. that's- really weird because I definitely didn't play in 2002 I must have come to it much much later much much later yeah okay so yeah, when do you think you it in 2002 I don't know I had a bit of a PC I think I'm fancied Starcraft and so um... played through Starcraft I was like oh I wonder if Warcraft 3 is any good and then played through a lot of Warcraft 3 yeah. Um, but yeah, not in 2002. <clears throat> that's, a, that's a good game. That is, but you can't get it anymore. You have to get the reforged. Controversial hot take. Yeah, Warcraft 3 is uh, a good game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> wow. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give it a. Give it a. Well, you can't. Or you can if you still got. Old PC and Warcraft 3 disc kicking around. Yeah, if you still have the discs. Um, which I doubt I do. Um, but I do remember being very excited when the Frozen Throne came out. You get to do the whole shenanigans with the demons, and yeah, it, it was a good game as an RTS, and it was fun, it was engaging, and of course, it was only like a few years later that you got your World of Warcraft from it as well. Well, yeah, and also uh, Dota and League of Legends, right? Because that, yeah. that was the thing that it really did different from StarCraft. Although StarCraft had, you know, although we don't need to compare them, StarCraft had a few missions where you'd play as uh, what's her face, and kind of you know, you'd have to get to a base, and then the mission would kick off. Um, but I remember Warcraft Three had levels where you were playing as a hero. Oh, yeah, uh, you had the hero campaign. Yeah. So yeah, and instead of like doing then... the the actual campaign itself, you could do the hero campaign where you played as Rexar, and you yeah. met up with the uh, Virgin and um, one of the Pandarian guys as well. Yeah, and then yeah. you'd on a particular level be running around, and then you'd come to a camp, and then you'd free three guys, and then it was you and three guys, and then you know tank equivalent. Um, yeah, good fun. And the although I hate. Hate, hate. The design in Warcraft and Warcraft Class, WoW Classic, World Warcraft, sorry. Um, It really works in this in this uh, GTS. Oh, you mentioned them the other day. What were those big fat zombie units? The abominations. Abominations. Yeah, great character units and and kind of the purpley red. uh, Yeah, really. Yeah, just cool units. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, I mean, World of Warcraft stays 
fairly true to all of those units and just you get yeah but it just doesn't you know doesn't work in a uh open world game you, okay. you, yeah you accept it yeah uh, as, really. a, as a limitation in rts but not if you're going to be spending hundreds of hours looking at <laughs> yeah sure yeah you, you don't accept that at all no no <laughs> you shouldn't stand for it but yeah um i was uh, very pleasantly surprised to find that out um <clears throat> the pc at that time had quite a few interesting things happening um and i remember um after i got back from uni that i did pump some money into a decent pc so i, I was actually playing quite a few of these games um I'm going to imagine that I did legally acquire all of these games. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Would you've Would you've bought Warcraft Three? I definitely bought Warcraft Three, and uh, I actually remember being excited when um, the Frozen Throne came out because I went out and bought that first day. That must have been one of the last times you could walk into a shop to buy a PC game. I, know, um, I used to buy PC games quite a lot. Although, what was the yeah, latest physical game you remember? Kind of getting excited. Probably about the latest. Going physical... to a shop. Yeah. To buy. Uh, that that would have been like one of the World of Warcraft expansions. Like of course. Mr. Pandaria. Of course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Didn't think did I when that question came out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Warcraft three. Yeah. Okay, well, what, what, what are you playing? No, no, what, um, were, what were you playing? <laughs> what were you playing in twenty twenty two? No, twenty. No, God. Two thousand two. Uh, oh man, there's so many. We're, we're, we're gonna have to do a shout out. Yeah. Uh, later on. Um, something. I'm not too sure we were playing two thousand two. We might have been, but I don't remember it being as big here or anywhere really it didn't kind of get good reviews or wasn't one of the best selling games but it's <laughs> so super it's smash brothers melee smash brothers melee 2002 yeah. yeah all right okay and that was that was the gamecube one yes oh see i don't know if i uh... Uh, played melee. No, uh, I must have. Yeah, because I think so. So it came out in the. It came out for Power Regions in two thousand two. Okay. And uh, the only time, the first time I remember playing it was um, we're playing Smash Brothers on Jason's N sixty four, and I'd never seen Smash Brothers before, and it blew my mind. You know, hadn't heard. Yeah about it before and it blew my mind that oh shit there's Jigglypuff and Luigi and all this and then um, yeah super excited when we finally got um, Melee and again this is kind of before or I don't remember spending much time online looking at games so it really was one of those you know what's out in Japan but don't really know what's in it and uh, <laughs> just yeah just having a, a fantastic time playing but through yeah, it. But yeah, Melee was the that was the original Fox and Falco uh, level ten team up, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know. It must have been. Yeah. It must have been, yeah. Yeah. But then I think, as we know with Melee, we were, we were playing Melee for a long, long time before the next one came along. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I loved... Uh, I really loved that game. Not because of the fast movement and the wave dashing and all the things that people complain about. Just, just because... Uh, Smash Bros. on the N64 was okay, a bit weird, not a good match for the N64 controller. And then they really kind of hit the formula with yeah, Melee, with the characters they introduced, the new levels they introduced. Um, and yeah, the sort of fact that it was just a Nintendo museum with all the trophies. You know, I just remember unlocking, um, unlocking all the trophies, spending hours looking in the trophy. Oh yeah, um, and you had all of like the collection of the Pokemon as well. Yeah, and then also there were all these characters from Japan-only games. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Game and Watch. Which yeah. Is a nutty one to include. And uh, uh, what were some of the weird trophies? I think it was Discun, who I'd never seen before. It was the, the kind of the mascot for the Nintendo Online service. And oh, right, okay. <laughs> some kind of schoolgirl trophy, I remember, from some game we didn't get. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Imagine that. And the music, yeah, just a beautiful game. But again, I think we were quite late to it. Otherwise, we would have spent all of our time playing that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And we didn't until much, much later, I think. Uh, so we kind of missed out on the Conservatory King side of things. Yeah, but we, I don't think we had a GameCube at uni. We definitely did. Uh, or did we? No, I don't think we <laughs> did. No, so I think I was playing a lot of these things afterwards. Yeah, so this was like, I mean, we, we left uni in May, so the, we still had another seven months of 2002. So Yeah, but I remember we did have, there was a GameCube kicking around, because do you remember uh, our friend was playing Wind Waker? And you could hook up the GBA to it. Um, I did that back in Glasgow. I uh, know one of our friends at uni. God, not to turn it in the, into the nostalgia show. Um, yeah, one of our friends at uni had it because we're like, oh, this is cool. You can play Zelda together. Um, but then it was blitzing through the rupees. Oh, okay. On, yeah, the, yeah. No, no, I, I, I don't remember. But I, the, I did GBA. do that. Um, and... well, I think everybody did it. And then others like, yeah, okay, now. Yeah. I'm not going to let you play with the GBA attached because uh, you're just wasting more money but, on bombs. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, that's a good uh, segue, if it is, to Wind Waker. Yeah, I guess. Fucking Zelda. Actually, no, go on, talk about Wind Waker. I've got something to follow up with. Um, well, Wind Waker, um, it, it was a good game. Uh, it was basically, it's the... The future of the N64 um, world, but it's been flooded, and you travel about with the King of Hyrule, who's actually a boat, who talks to you, um, and it's all done in cell shaded graphics, which was the buzzword of uh, 2002. Everybody was very excited about cell shaded graphics, which basically just means it looks like a cartoon. And they don't have outlines except on the outside of their um, their character, which is which was revolutionary for its time. Um, but yeah, quite old 
by then, eh? Uh, no, I think it was like it was the first and most exciting cell shaded game because it was very 3D as well. No, because I think well, Fur Fighters cell shaded. I mean, I, I all I remember, and then came out in two thousand. It's like it cell shaded. What is for? You're bugging me now because you're just shitting over my point. <laughs> for fighters. Looking at the images now. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, no, that looks quite cell shaded. It's not quite cell shaded. It is cell shaded. Cell shaded, yeah, yeah. Shell shaded. Um, but yeah, it's got that 3D environment. This, I mean, Wind Waker was a bit more revolutionary. It really, really felt like you were playing a cartoon, and it felt uh, seamless. I, I think it, the art style in it was done really, really well. It was followed up uh, about a year later with a Kami on the PS4, which was the next big cell shaded game. And I just remember everybody talking about cell shaded and how it was fantastic. But then everybody was just like, Let, let's have more realistic stuff. <laughs> so No, I don't know. It's, it's, it got it just got rolled into the it's got rolled into the toolkit, right? You still yeah. get cell shaded yeah. games. Uh, you do for yeah. Cartoony styles and things like that. But I mean, it's, well, a whole like, different, yeah. it's a whole different beast nowadays anyway. Marvel vs. Capcom three, um is it Mad World? I would say Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is not cell shaded. But yeah. Uh, not Mad World. Uh, well, Mad World, yes. Yeah. Had the, the other one, which is really cell shaded, the <laughs> the one with the killer, I forget his name. Oh, yeah, Killer 7. Is it Killer 7? Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, um, Jet Set Radio is also 2002. Yeah. Um. Is it Killer7? The Studio 51 game. Uh, I thought it was Platinum. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not Killer7 I'm thinking of, but that is a very cell shaded game. But there was another <laughs> one which uh, featured a serial killer. Um, I, I talked about it um, on another podcast. It's the one where you sort of go in and it's sort of taken Alice in Wonderland. And you're sort of cybernetically enhanced. There's big boobs in it as well. It's ticking all your boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single one. I want it Alice in Wonderland. I want it so shaded. And I want big boobs. <laughs> that is what stakeholder Richie would say. <laughs> We've run the numbers, and here's what the focus groups are saying. <laughs> oh, God. I'll remember what it was. Um... Yeah, it will come to you at two o'clock in the morning. But if it comes to you before the end of the episode, I also, it came out much, much later. <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah that's what I say. Is yeah. is it? It became part of the toolkit around this time, and then and then it's uh, had a uh, oh red thirteen. No, red thirteen. That's the name of the thingy. Yeah, yeah. Um, thirteen. It's called thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but game. yeah, again, that wasn't the game I was thinking about. Uh, anyway, um. Over to you. Not to, that was melee. Hang on. Not to shit over... Uh, oh, Wind now Waker. you're talking about uh, Wind Waker, yeah. yeah. Carry on. Not to shit on it, but it came out. It also came with the cool special edition 
of Ocarina of Time Master Quest. Yes. Which I probably spent more time on, which uh, <laughs> I really, really enjoyed. Just playing a remix of Ocarina of Time. You know it so well, but instead they've just put things in different places and you have to do things at different times and you have to go to one dungeon and then go to another in order to complete the other dungeon. That sort of stuff was great. Just Zelda remixed. Uh, I'm glad that the Western world got a flavour of it as basically a free present with um, Wind Waker. Um, Yeah, I I think it helped the medicine of Wind Waker go down because some people were, I remember at the time, Oh, people were grumbly because they oh, like the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the fact that you play as whatever, Teen Link, Young Link, or Boy Link, or Yippy Link, or whatever that Link's called. Yeah. Toon Link? Toon Link. Toon Link, yeah. I mean, that's what uh, Smash Brothers calls it. Toon Link. Yeah. What are you clicking away on there? Uh, I was opening a drink. Ah, uh, okay. Um, God, it's so um, so annoying. I can't remember that goddamn game. Never mind. Are you done talking about Wind Wanker? Wind Wanker. Yes, I'm done talking about Wind Wanker. What do you (laughs) want to wank about? 2002 was (laughs) my first Legend of Zelda, my first and only Legend of Zelda game which I enjoy, uh, which is Four Swords. Oh yeah, of course. And yeah. uh, and Link Awakens. God, what was going on with Zelda those days? Was, oh yeah, here's just have two games in one. Um, <laughs> so a friend and I, who had GBAs because everyone had GBAs at the time, uh, and GBA connectors to the GameCube, uh, saw it cheap um, and picked it up the GBA version. Uh, and then yeah, we played it together. Um, I didn't have any understanding at the time, having not not really being a Zelda fan, what was going on, and also the fact that the levels. I think the levels were procedural. Um, for four swords. Four swords, yeah. I don't honestly remember. Um, um I don't think I even played it. I was one of these sad people who didn't have the um, connector cable. I had to borrow yours when we did the transfer on the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I was just a solo person playing the games by myself. Yeah, think, yeah. No, no, it's not necessarily true. But yeah, yeah. We for, 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 for for a large amount of time, it was. Yeah. On we were playing at GBA to GBA, um, because confusingly, there's another four sword. Watcher. On the GameCube. Okay. Uh, which was kind of couch call. Anyway, there we go. Had a blast playing that two-player. Um, but because it was procedurally generated or something random about it, um, I remember there were a couple of levels where I think got stuck. Couldn't work out what to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was a bit of an outcry because you couldn't complete the game solo as well you actually had to have a second player at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's what we got stuck on. Yeah. Somehow. There we go. One of my rare Legend of Zelda forays. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um, 
No one lives forever too. No one lives forever. What a weird. That would be way, way down my list. Really? Uh, yeah. But did, did you play Nolf ever? I played the first Nolf, as <laughs> nobody has ever called it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was yeah. good. I was, I was quite excited when Nolf 2 came out. Um, continued the GoldenEye feel, PC game shenanigans. Um, so it's sort of like Austin Powersy, sort of um, 60s spy, but fun dialogue. But at the same time, it's a first-person shootery game. Yeah, I, I, I was happy and I enjoyed that one. In fact, I need to revisit it, and I think we talked about this in the previous podcast as well. It's like, like going back to play that game again involves like people who have remastered it, like hobbyists, so that you can play it on widescreen and stuff like that. Because um, I don't remember much about it, but I wonder if I would still enjoy it as a game. Yeah, I don't know. I remember it being good. Yeah. <laughs> like something good about the. Despite the fact that if you look at screenshots, uh, okay, so it's a gender-flipped James Bond, but, you know, with all the trappings of the swinging 60s. Go, yeah, that's what it looks like, but actually... I it played very this... GoldenEye. It was a, it was a, sp- a spiritual sequel to GoldenEye as well. But this, the writing and the story were quality. Yeah, 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 really, really good, yeah. And the acting as well, which was surprising. Yeah. Yeah, weird that that hasn't been dredged back up and ruined. Well, yeah, apparently there's copyright issues, and that's why it's only the hacking community that you can get a playable version from nowadays, because good old games can't even pick it up. Uh, which is that's a shame. A shame because cause yeah, it's monolith. And Sierra, both of which exist. Okay. You say that with trepidation. Uh, no, I think they do. Well, Monolith definitely does. Uh, I don't know if Sierra doesn't anymore. But these, there's still various, you know, still Leisure Suit Larrys and whatnot coming out. Yeah, 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 that's true. Um, it's just there uh, probably there isn't an appetite for it other than rabid fans, all three of them. Um, yeah, it did kind of work as an as a nice parody because there were also James Bond films and games coming out at the same yeah. time. Um, so yeah, much like Austin Powers. Yeah, you were getting like. Uh, James Bond games um, that were based on the films and you were getting independent ones that still had Pierce Brosnan mm. James Bond in it as well yeah and uh, some are shitty but some are proper quality yeah I mean it's fine then. yeah um, but yeah No One Lives Forever uh, I enjoyed playing that game even though I can't really remember it particularly well I just enjoyed it a lot probably what's best to be done is just watch it on YouTube and just get out of my system. Yeah, watch, uh, watch someone playing the the no holds barred modded version of it today. 
Um, yeah. Do you know what? Other. I was. I get it really confused with um, Perfect Dark for some reason. All oh, right. Okay. I get, and that was um, that was they had they had a remake of Perfect Dark on the GameCube, didn't they? Was it GameCube? I think it's the Xbox. Xbox. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was Xbox. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, no, that's understandable. Female protagonists. <laughs> oh dear. Um, what else? I was going to talk. Oh yeah, yeah. Another PC game that came out at the same time, which did not stand the test of time, and again, I talked about in a previous episode, Blood Rain. Oh yeah. Yeah, that came out at the same time, which makes me worry. Oh, you bring that up every episode. I... What's interesting about Blood Rain is, no, I'm not, you're not alone. Is it's one of those cult games, although it wasn't great, wasn't awful, but everybody who was playing games at a certain time <laughs> played it. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it created a. Um... An atmosphere. It was atmospheric, and I think that was very, very uh, marketable because it was that sort of like the the late nineties, Matrixy, um, what's it called, Queen of the Damned, you know, sort of that kind of industrial anti-hero, yeah, vampire masquerade stuff. Yeah, and bloodlines, and yeah, yeah, all that sort of yeah. stuff. People eat that up, and that was very marketable. And I think Blood Rain was quite. Um, it was good because it was like doing the same thing, except you were like playing the anti hero. Oh no, I'm a vampire, I've got special powers, let's go kill Nazis. You know, and that was. Um, that was the whole principle. And I think that anti hero thing. I mean, I don't know why people loved it so much in the 90s, you know, it's just like go to a German bondage club, get your fashion sense, make a game about it and that that, that seemed to be everything um, that sort of encapsulated that era and I don't know do you know where I'm going with that? I think you played it just because you had some pasty white norks in a corset Oh yeah, probably, I mean (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't she like in some Playboy episode as well? Episode? What? Episode? <laughs> Do you remember they had a digital girls? Oh my god. Issue? I'm not Googling it. Not Googling it. Sure. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Blood Rain. Yeah, Blood Rain. I just really wanted to say no. That came out that year and it was rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of love exists for it. Over I've to you. The, I've not played the third one in the trilogy. Um, there's so many left, um, but I'm going to go slightly left field again. Again on the GameCube with Eternal Darkness. Oh, um, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sticking on the theme of a female protagonist in a dark setting. Yeah, I think I played like the first level. Is it something to do with um, Egypt? Uh, you play as... A whole bunch of characters essentially doing the same journey but throughout different periods in time. I think they might be related as well. Um, so what's kind of cool is I think you play as one of the first ones and then you jump around but then they all end up <clears throat> being turned into a statue in this certain room. So 
uh, as you jump through time and you're playing your story and then you end up in the statue and you're like, oh look there's so and so uh, this you know the character I was just playing before uh, but what it was best known for um, for inventing a couple of other games have picked up on it but there was a big gap where nothing was really doing it was he had a madness meter and as that went up um, it would start to fuck around with your real world so you know it would say <clears throat> the memory card's been deleted um, or, <laughs> yeah um, you'd run into a room and your character's head would just fall off uh, or you'd run into a room and it'd be upside down um, or there'd be screams so yeah it was, it was cool in that it played with you uh, in that respect it was also it was, I mean, it was quite a good game in its own right and it was Although part of you wanted your madness to increase, these things would happen. It was also quite easy to keep your madness under control. All right, okay. So yeah, it's a bit more psychological in that fashion. Yeah. So so you know you kind of really you kind of really got them. And again, I was coming to this game really late. I think because just didn't have any money in two thousand two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Picking, we definitely didn't. I was picking all these things up. Yeah. Picking these things up much later. Um, so kind of aware what's coming. Um, rather than you know playing oh what's going on why's my character's head falling off uh, yeah so and, and that's that's why I was playing because I'd heard good things about it um, but also it's a solid psychological thriller had a good yeah. time travel conceit at the beginning um, yeah it was a good doing something else game on the GameCube again an exclusive I don't think Anything's ever happened to it since? What? Um, oh yeah, neither it may have. Oofed. Um, let me just quickly see. Terra, because I have a, a weird remembering of it having a potential sequel at some point, and it was. Oh no no okay. Or it was going to be re-released on something else. <clears throat> Shadows of the Eternals. Eternal Darkness 2 for Switch. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. So th there should be one coming quite soon. Uh... Shadows oh, yeah. of the Eternals. 2020. No, it's cancelled. Okay, sorry. Get your hopes up. And then just knock them back down. That's <laughs> what I live for, Farley. Yeah, I mean, that game could be... The sequel's quite interesting, because it was... Kind of a revisit, some... you know? Like, it doesn't need to be a sequel in any fashion. Yeah, the combat wasn't great, I remember that. It kind of had this awkward third-person combat. Uh, like I say, all I remember was, I think I was in a pyramid, and there was, like, Egyptian people, and... I didn't quite get what was going on and I think that's as far as I got I think it was a game I borrowed from someone and I was like oh yeah yeah definitely I'll play that and then I didn't and then just played Kingdom Hearts instead yeah there we go let's go on to our next one Kingdom Hearts 2002 yeah. that came out it came out it was yeah. good it that worked good. it shouldn't have worked and... I have it on PC and I have all of the thousands of sequels canon or non-canon um, DS and whatever versions that it spawned 
from it or the mobile yeah. only canon story that only existed in Japan for a month. Oh. Yeah. But no yeah, uh, no one it was kind of a dream come true because, you know, Batman Square, I don't know if there was Square Enix, was the Final Fantasy company. Uh, yeah. and so just to have Final Fantasy which felt like this obscure weeby niche thing that only nerds talk about crossing over with Disney <laughs> the biggest most mainstream entertainment and not just that you were getting proper weeby excited because um, Squall and Cloud were going to meet up in it and things yeah. like that you know and yeah. uh Final Fantasy X folk turned up and yeah so it's like oh my god this is yeah. the crossover of all crossovers and then it was yeah and then it wasn't just you know a, a tentative Disney crossover it was here's Aladdin world here's Chippendale uh, here's Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas world yeah yeah it was perfect and yeah. here's, you know here's all the here's all the music and all the bad guys yeah. you remember he, from the Disney films here's a rhythm of, action game yeah. Under the sea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before the shit storyline. Uh, yeah. Destroy that series. It, it just yeah. makes it so imposing. The that storyline shenanigans. It just it makes you not want to play them. Well, it's also it reminds me. In some ways, it reminds me of Sonic. But instead of oh. increasingly <laughs> obscure cartoon animals, it's just emo teens <laughs> so in the latter games it's like oh here's 45 emo teens in, in hoods that will turn up at the end of the level and, and say a weird line like you must remember it's, oh is this I'm going to get three lines every level for yeah. the next 200 hours so, okay just to like how much do you know about the Kingdom Hearts storyline I think we did a podcast about it now yeah, but long... I have one question which always yeah. bugged me. Like those guys in hoods, yeah, they are like sort of like reverse Flash versions of other people, right? Uh, <laughs> so Sora had yeah. Roxas, and that is just basically an anagram of Sora with an X in the middle, right? And I think everybody had an X in their name, and you could make another name by taking the X out uh-huh. and switching around the, the thing. Do you know why? Um, because they're nobodies. No, I don't know why. Okay, I'd like somebody to answer that. Oh, <laughs> do you not know? No. <laughs> I just remember, I can't remember which, uh, which Kingdom Hearts it was, maybe it was 2.8 something something, and there was this meme of a screenshot going around of Donald talking to Sora about some insane, complicated, stupid name thing, and I was like, what happened to this fucking game? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you know, it was just nice when you were bobbing along, fight a Disney villain, oh, isn't this great? Go to the next world, and then instead it's... Do you remember the In the Hall Mountain King fight? Yeah. 
how epic was that to actually have you know the Fantasia music or the <laughs> Greeks music Fantasia um, music <laughs> later covered by 17th century you know the one the Greek ripped off um, <laughs> <laughs> he was just such a huge fan of Kingdom Hearts <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah. Like, how cool was that? That that was awesome concept, and I don't know. Ah, to hell with it. Um, yeah, Kingdom Hearts came out. Yeah. Uh, is there any and any big ones from your list? Uh, Should have stayed talked about? Yeah, there is. Um, Time Splits Two. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Great game. Time Splits One. Was a weird surprise, um, that launched with the PlayStation. So no one really had much in the way of hope for it, but had it bundled in, and it was great. And then Time Splits Two was just everything was bigger and better, and uh, yeah, huge cast of characters, the level creator, um, the music was great, the weapons were wacky, um, and it was the sweet spot before it went all. Uh, EA online sexy strippers um, monkeys and robofish and a whole bunch of cheaty characters crappy vehicle type stuff yeah that was a sweet spot for the Times series I think yeah yeah and it was good fun and And it was good fun yeah the the fun I think yeah that's the best way to remember it it was good Fun, yeah, yeah. Uh, Metroid Prime, yeah. Again, this is something I mentioned before. Not played any Metroid games. Um, yeah, Metroid Prime, yeah, is cool. really good. Took it into the third dimension. Um, scanning away. I don't know if there was scanning in there. Uh, Animal Crossing. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, uh, that is the GameCube one. Yeah, the GameCube one. Um, Where you could famously just take out the disc and keep it running forever. Yeah, yeah. unless you wanted to play a NES game, one of the NES games. Uh, and that was great because we hadn't really... I mean, I guess, I don't know. There hadn't really been a game like it. And I remember reading uh, official Nintendo magazine, I think, or, or Nintendo Power or something like that. And the reviewers were like, whoa, you want to check out this crazy weird Japanese game where you pay your mortgage and you don't really have anything to do, but it's really <laughs> compelling. Um, and I hunted it down. I got the version which came with a memory card because it took up a huge amount of memory. Yep. So it came packaged with a memory card. Uh, yeah, was blown away with it. Particularly Is that the, the one could... that you had your printed out spreadsheets of all the items that you were collecting. No, that was that was the uh, the Wii U version. The Wii version. Wii version, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's that's where I started anyway. And then well, I started with this. the DS one. Yeah, uh, well, well. Yeah. Um, the first DS one or the 3DS one? Uh, I think the first DS one and then I got the 3DS one as well. Um, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, which I'm not really going to mention. Uh, and then Red Faction 2. Yeah, I mean, I played Red Faction on your Stagnite, and that was the first time I played it, and I thought it was a really cool um, concept for a game. Just 
destroy everything. Yeah, you can destroy everything. It was fun. It was fun to get a rocket launcher or a tank and then... Yeah, it felt like the burnout of, of, of 3D games. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, 3 is also a huge amount of fun as well, for a bit more open world. And then um, two shout-outs, three shout-outs. One was um, uh, I got Crash Bandicoot The Wrath of Cortex on PlayStation 2, which is awful. Awful, yeah. awful, <laughs> awful. I mean, I'm a big, I was a big Crash Bandicoot fan. Uh, Crash Bash, Crash Team Racing, Crash Crack Team Racing, around. Crash Bandicoot <laughs> 1, 2, 3, absolutely love them. One came out on PlayStation 2, so bad, it's like a um, two minute loading screen between each level, and with Crash Bandicoot, the levels are over really quickly. Um, yeah, awful, and, and <laughs> it kind of lost its way from then on, which is, uh, and then it's kind of come back recently. Yeah, I think yeah, um, like Activision's got the Naughty Dog. Um license and they've been push, pushing them out yeah i follow i think this must be the world's biggest crash bandicoot fan because who's unironically a crash bandicoot fan? and um it's just been so wonderful to see them so happy that this new crash bandicoot content coming <laughs> out um then uh I, I was interested in this game because it's i think it's one of the only games on wikipedia's game video games 2002 that doesn't have a related wikipedia page uh, and i've played it Dinotopia, the Time Stone Paradise on the GBA. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> so there's a very well-known series of books called Dinotopia, like illustrated oh, children's oh, Wait a minute. Books. Did you not do a review of this? And I did. Well, yeah, I did. And then some of you may not be aware, but there is a side project to TGM called Clumsy One Ones Dinosaurs and Games. It's still I check on it every now and then. It's still <laughs> there, despite the fact I've not added to it probably in decades and so for a while i was just hoovering up every dinosaur game i could get and so there were a bunch of dinotopia games um one on the xbox uh divisional xbox my only xbox game in fact is the dinotopia xbox game um, which is like a 3d adventure game which i did complete <laughs> it's my only xbox achievements is this shitty game and then there was a uh gba game and as you might imagine as was every gba game then uh, i think shitty platformer tie-ins went from being on the PlayStation and the N64 strictly to the GBA or mostly strictly to GBA yeah and it was exactly one of those you know instead of power-ups it's eggs instead of jigsaw pieces it's bones um, yeah. awful game yeah and then the last thing I want to mention was um and I was shocked because now we live in the the world where uh Disney Marvel Star Wars owns everything so many fucking Star Wars and Disney games. Like, about at least five Lilo and Stitch games. Different Lilo and Stitch I know. games. I, I looked at all of these and I saw the Star Wars ones. I saw the Attack of the Clones tie-in game, which we were going to make. Seven Star Wars games in 2002. Wow. Racer's Revenge, Jedi Starfighter, which we did play. It was okay. Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast. I mean, who, who makes a game with the word Jedi twice in its title? Um, Attack the Clones. I think that's the one that I played. <laughs> Jedi 2, Jedi Knight 2. Yeah. Then the Clone Wars. Then the new Droid Army, and then um, Bounty Hunter. Uh, yeah. So they've had their, they've had their between them. They've had their kind of monopoly on or tendrils in entertainment for a long, long. Oh yeah, it's just really amazing. I mean, I guess a Star Wars film came out, so you should expect it. Seven. <laughs> 
five of which are probably utter shit. Yep. Yeah, I mean, like, there was a lot of drossy um, Star Wars games that came out, and like I, I would stay away from them unless you know there was like a series review. And I think um, Jedi Outcast is it Jedi Outcast that you were mentioning? Uh, Jedi Knight too, yeah. Yeah, um, like that was quite highly commended, and I think it's still a cult favorite as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All I remember is a 3D action platformer with a, a lightsaber, and I think that was it, really. <laughs> Maybe I played Kingdom Hearts instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I've got three shit, shit things which I didn't play to mention, but um, Echo the Dolphin got a sequel. Yeah, I saw that. PlayStation yeah. 2. Yeah. Didn't remember that. Hooter's Road Trip. What? Was um, Hooter's Road Trip. As in Hooters, the restaurant chain? Yes, the restaurant chain. Hmm. Um, There's a racing game uh, voted as the worst PlayStation game that year, uh, if not the end of PlayStation. <laughs> and then um, something I didn't remember, because you know James Cameron, film director? I am aware of his work, yes. Auteur. Often, uh, these days, I don't think he does very much, apart from, say, you can use my name. Um, but, do you remember... Dark Angel. It was called James Cameron's Dark Angel. I think it launched oh, Jessica Alba's that, career. That triggers me a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that had a shitty tie-in game. Um, but oh, it's yeah. reminded me. Is that? Oh yeah. Not everything James Cameron's associated with is necessarily gold. Particularly the. Oh, absolutely not. Dark Angel spin-off game. I mean, James Cameron has done a lot of dross as well. Him up with someone else. Did he do <laughs> horror movies for a while? Oh no, no, he's he's Avatar, isn't he? He's Avatar. He's um, yeah. Titanic. He's yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm. Yeah, uh, Carpenter, James Carpenter. I'm mixing up with. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. But yeah, uh, right. Okay. Is that the last of your lot? That's the last of my lot. How about you? Uh, Mario Sunshine. Oh yeah, that came out. It's a hard game, um, and I've talked about it before. Mario Sunshine is um, a ridiculously hard Mario game, and I don't think anyone can contest that. It looks beautiful, and I remember it so fondly. I play it, and then I remember how frustratingly tough some of those challenges are. Yeah, yeah. I think the best thing we got from Sunshine was. Uh, the uh, that is it Delfino Island? Yeah. Which has come back as Mario Kart tracks. Yeah. Smash yeah. Brothers stages. Uh, yeah, and it's got the, the inhabitants of Delfino Island in. Yeah, it was a, sort yeah. of looked like a a Lolan executor but smaller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, it's an honourable mention because again we've talked about it before and great depth as well. And another GameCube. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, so, Xbox exclusive. Mm. A game I never played. Did I don't know if you ever played it. The Buffy the Vampire Slayer game? <laughs> no, I was going to say, if it wasn't the Dinotopia game, then I... <laughs> <laughs> then, then you're out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doesn't yeah. have Dinotopia in the name? I'm out. I'm <laughs> the not, whole I'm of not. 2003, incidentally, has nothing but Dinotopia games. Yeah. Yeah. Um... No, did you ever play 
the Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No, game. I didn't. That's what I said. I was like, I, I never played it. I think I always wanted to. It was one of these ones where I was like, hmm, could I buy an Xbox just to play this one game? Wow. Which has some of the original cast in it. Not um, Sarah Michelle Gellar, but everyone else. There have been six Buffy the Vampire Slayer video games. Yeah, I mean, like, has there really? Yeah. Wow. Starting with the Game Boy Color. Oh, the last one was the <laughs> Nintendo DS. Okay. I, I don't think I'd rate those ones. But yeah. Yeah. Um, never played it. And yeah, that was it. Um, Fatal Frame came out that year. Yeah. I did, yeah. did it come out in a format that we could play? Yes. I think oh. that's the PAL version of it came out that year. Oh, nice. You've uh, not got all of those. What? They've not all come to power regions, I think. They've kind of rolled the dice. Should we release this yeah. one? Nah. I mean, it's... Like, the the concept is great, and I don't understand why we don't have it over here. Uh, but I think it's because, without getting too into why this is a thing, um, all the characters do look very Asian in it. They're not anime but the characters look like they're supposed to be Asian characters, and probably that is something that the racist um, marketers and publishers didn't want. Can we change their face a little bit, you know, yeah. for this for the, the Western market? You know? People don't want to play as Asian people. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, that's the only thing I can think of because typically you don't really see that many Asian type characters in. Uh, video games. Nah. Unless well, they're being Yakuza's or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's changing now, but it was definitely... Uh, definitely now. No, like, I'm talking about uh, 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, right. Like, definitely now, as a standard, you wouldn't even bat an eyelid at it now. Yeah. But back then, it was very much... Um, yeah. I think that's then, why then, we yeah. didn't see it. Famously, the... Uh... It's very cynical of me, don't get me wrong. No, well, you know, this is when they were changing... You know, rice balls to jelly donuts in yeah. translations of anime because you know. because people weren't as weeby back then or accepting of Japanese culture. Yeah, or yeah. couldn't consider the food stuff that they hadn't personally seen yeah. or eaten. What is like rice wrapped in seaweed? Fuck that what? shit, man! <laughs> yeah. Not rice that you get in a little metal box. Weird. <laughs> Uh, what else did I have? Oh, Freedom Force. I talked about this one before. The th- 3D top-down superhero game. Are you googling it as we speak? Yeah, I am. But we've talked about it before. Freedom Force video game, not to be confused with Freedom Force, the video game. Is it one based on? Some kind of cartoon? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, non-proprietary superheroes. Okay. <laughs> so you have... Uh, the legally blade. distinct. Legally yeah. distinct superheroes. Yeah, yeah, legally distinct superheroes. you got Captain Civil Rights, who's Captain America, or whatever his yeah. name is. The Patriot, that's his name. He's the Patriot, not Captain America. Perfect. <laughs> uh, other things, uh, you'll be happy to know that Dragon Ball Z Budokai came out as well. Fucking hell, yeah. Yeah, that, that was the very first one. 
before you had Budokai 2, Budokai 3, followed by the Tenkaichi series. So it's Budokai uh, Tenkaichi, and then you had Budokai Tenkaichi 2 and Tenkaichi 3. Um, which were Still great games. USB stick with all of Dragon Ball on it to watch. <laughs> Not one episode. <laughs> no. Um, Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Yeah. Yeah. Was that good? I mean, I definitely played that with you. Did you? Yeah. Um, and Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is fine as a game. Um, it's very hard. And I remember my mains were not the characters that I liked. My mains were the characters that I could pass the game with. No, oh, that's always jarring. That always hits you in your heart. It's like, it really just, does. It's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. I, re- I, I wanted to just always play as the Darkstalkers characters, mm-hmm. but I just couldn't make them work because you're always going to end up having to fight the big end boss character who was sort of like this fluid jelly thing and you need to have as much ranged as possible so yeah. you're needing your hadoukens or as I always played Cable like nobody really cares about Cable as a character maybe maybe a little bit since Deadpool 2 I know can you imagine maining Cable and unironically maining Cable I know um, and I think my main team and you'll probably vomit a little in your mouth was Cable Wolverine and Ryu <sighs> I mean, I can understand why. <laughs> oh, you have bittersweet memories of it. Yeah. It's just you selling out, shilling out. Yeah. Uh. But it did have that... <laughs> were there, weren't there any... There were no even more generic characters for you to choose from in Marvel's <laughs> I think they had a Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, like, it's bittersweet because, like... You want to play as Morrigan or Felicia, but yeah. in order, you just can't make those characters work. Or you could if you were a better player, I guess. No, I hear that makes me sad. Yeah, it makes me sad. Yeah. On that note, <laughs> uh, anything more that you want to say about 2002? No, looking back at it, 20 years ago, first of all, I can't believe it's 20 years ago. Um, if there are any people under 20 years listening to this, I imagine this must sound like when we were playing games in 2002, people were going, oh yeah, but some shitty game on the specy was actually really good. Um, they go, fuck <laughs> off, Grandad. <laughs> no one gives a shit about your old games. Yeah, fuck but off, then... Grandad. I mean, I think that's like a good <laughs> name for, the, for this episode as well. Yeah, fuck <laughs> off. But then saying that, many of the games that we mentioned are still going. Resident Evil is still going, Kingdom Hearts is still going. Yeah, there's gonna be a new Metroid uh, remasters Prime. and remakes and like, GTA is getting a, yeah GTA is getting a even a fucking remaster. Blood Rain got re-released. Ruby uh, and Sapphire yeah. got remade. Yeah. Um, Star Wars games never stopped. I mean, never ever being stopped. Quite so many. Uh, Animal Crossing still going. Crash Bandicoot's back. Uh, Legend of Zelda still going. Of yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And Wind Waker is still you know like people are still waiting for a spiritual um, sequel to that one in the cartoon world as well. Yeah, and it, and it got brought up when the, uh, you know, the cutesy version of... Yeah. Was it Link's Awakening came out? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, again, Wind Wake was on, on people's tongues, but... And, of course, Warcraft 3 got the reforged <laughs> yeah. thing as well. So, in many ways, we never left 2002. No. 
Uh, I mean, we get less Lilo and Stitch games these days. And we're still never going to get that Time Splitters remaster. No, no. Oh, oh God, no. I'm a real Debbie Downer today. We'll never say never, you know, we thought we thought Syndicate was dead and it came back and it was, we'd wish it stayed dead. <laughs> Did you play Syndicate? Yeah, new I love Syndicate. Uh, the new one. Awards, but the new one, um, what is it called? Um, I have it on the PC. I pre-ordered it actually. Um, but uh, very... And you've not played it? No, no, no. I, I did play it, but it there was something wrong with it, as in it crashed. I did like a reinstall, and it was causing crashes. I haven't come back to it just because, like, ugh. Oh yeah. shit! So it's just called Syndicate. When do you think it came out? Oh wait a minute, I'm. No, I'm not talking about that syndicate. Now, when and that one the... came out 2006 or something like that. 2012. 2012. The first person shooter. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about um, Satellite Rain. Is it? Satellite Rain. Yeah. We have definitely talked about this. Satellite rain. All I'm getting is the Met Office. Satellite rain. Okay. Spiritual successor to Syndicate. Yeah, so it's like the people who were uh, doing it. And if you have a look at the screenshots, it's just like, oh shit, this is Syndicate. Entirely. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's interspersed with them. Satellite images of Earth showing the rain. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Did you, did you mean satellite rain? No. <laughs> as in rain, as in um, ruling the yeah. reign of a monarch, not as in yes. water from the sky. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it looks okay. It yeah. Looks like, a, like, like say, a Diablo, though. First time I, I launched it, it, it just crashed. So I was just like, mm, I, I don't know if I could be bothered working out what happened. And, and as such, I've never come back to it. <laughs> such is so, the lot. So glad lot. that I pre-ordered it and bought it at full price. And it's probably like a fiver now, <laughs> you know. Such is the lot of a PC gamer. Bought this game. Does it work? No. Oh, well. I've you got, know, and it's still new I've got to me. Fifteen hundred games in my <laughs> Steam library, some of which actually work without me having to. Yeah. This game it. actually still feels new to me, but it came out seven years ago. I know, bad, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, have you not played that new Syndicate remake, Farley? Have you not played it? You know, the new one that came out seven years ago. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm still waiting for you know critical reception to come in. Or uh, yeah, buy it. Unless it's got Dynatopia satellite ring, you're not interested. Yeah, yeah. don't. <laughs> you know, <laughs> unless I can cover it on Kanzi Mon's dinosaurs and video games, I'm not interested. Stop plugging the other site. Good God. The thing is that the, the metrics are so low, like not even the bots crawl past it. So I'll be able to see if anyone from the podcast went to see it. <laughs> And I'll, be, I'll probably be able to pinpoint roughly where they live in the country as well. <laughs> oh dear. Right, 
let's 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 end twenty oh two. Yeah. Um that guy's a maniac. Why do you bite me?